This episode of Vix Basement is brought to you by Sony and the PlayStation 4 Greatness Awaits. And support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hello, Scott Joe. Hello, Victor Lucas. Full disclosure, the Olympics are still going on as we yep. are recording today's podcast. And in fact, it is Canada versus the United States. It's a semifinal match right now. As it stands, Who do you Canada win? leads one to nothing. Who do you want to win? I think it means more to Canada. It's a smaller country. Hockey is a big part of our identity yep. up here. Uh, the United States, we win everything. It doesn't matter. We have Super Bowls and World Series. We have the greatest yeah, who, fighters who in the world. Who do you want to win? I want as Canada a... to win. I said oh, I want okay, to win. I think, it, like awesome. I said, I think it means more for Canada. I think they always feel like the perpetual underdog in every sport and every competition. It's just the mentality up here. We're underdogs. Yeah, and I think it's it has to do with the the, the numbers, right? The population numbers compared to most of the other countries out there. We're a huge country, tiny population. Where, where's your energy today? I'm here. I'm here. It's, Let's uh, see it. I want to see it. I'm, I'm here, man. I, mean, I want to hear I, I've it. I've been staying up late playing video games. I was up till like yeah, you were 12.30 jam- last night playing uh, Resident Evil 4 on the PC. <laughs> I was yeah. scared to death. That are game you, is still incredible. Are you okay? I'm okay, yeah. But I, wor- I worry about you. Just lots and lots of games in my brain right now. Lego Movie, the video game. DLC for The Last of DLC Us. DLC for The Last of Us. We had a busy week. We had, I mean, I say that every week, but we shot a ton of reviews this This is week. like the old days when we used to have to do uh, 15, 20 <laughs> games a week. That's what it was like this week. <laughs> I know. We did about four or five games on Monday. Yeah. We did another three games on Tuesday, Wednesday. We saw two movies, uh, two... Uh, uh, so a Blu-ray, kill. Uh, some Game Game of Thrones, uh, no House of Cards stuff. Yeah, it's been crazy. We've been uh, we've you been, know what we've lots been cranking of, lots of nines and tens lately. Though. I know it makes me uh, feel optimistic me about uh, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, and November, and, and the and, and the rest of time. Yeah. Yes, I know and, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, the trailer came out this week and. Uh, I've been asking people about that on Twitter and I'm around the office. I'm drinking coffee. Is it okay if I do that on the, in yeah, the basement? Yeah, just, just don't slurp it. Why not? Because people don't like that in their ear. And now he's going to slurp it. No, I'm ladies not. And gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Slurping. Slurping on the one. Fuck, it's hot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So Canada is still up uh, one nothing. I'll keep you posted on the score. Oh, it'll, that's good. It'll yeah. all be so, over by the so, time you yeah, hear this. Yeah, people will hear this on Monday or Sydney Tuesday Sidney Crosby, he's a handsome man. Very <laughs> I, talented. I met him once. Had no idea who he was. Did you, you Facebook him? Did you do a little fan fiction no, for no. him? No, well, yeah, I interviewed him. I think he was on the cover of... Uh, NHL something or other. I think he was on 2K's cover. Mm-hmm, and Ovechkin mm-hmm. was on uh, EA's cover, or mm-hmm. vice versa. I met them both. Both good guys. You big hockey fan. I love hockey. You I love it, the, uh, but Winter I don't Olympics? watch it. I, pardon me. You love the Winter Olympics? I'm not watching it at all. I'm, I, I have to be honest. I'm really just offended by all of the the uh, political stuff and and the bigotry that I'm seeing coming out of Russia. And I, I want to support the athletes, and I, I I'm so proud of all of them from every country, but. Uh, I'm just offended, like you wouldn't believe, at this, uh, this the crap know, that the Russian government is getting away thinking, with. Yeah, no, totally, it, it's uh, awful. But I, do you think it's ironic or a coincidence that uh, the, the best games of the year are coming out in the two weeks that the Olympics <laughs> are airing? I, I think These that, are, we've had some incredibly strong, uh, strong video games to play the last couple of weeks, yeah, here, which is which has distracted us from the Olympics because we've had to do our jobs. Yeah, that that's definitely happening for sure. And we're also seeing movies that are uh, pretty damn terrific. Yeah, as we well, like that Three are... Days to Kill. That opens today. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner in the role of uh, Liam Neeson. That shocked me. I thought I thought that was going to be utter garbage, and it was really really, really fun. It. Lots of lots of heart. Yeah. He, pretty he good was gun great, fights. man. 
I, I mean, like him. I think he's going to have like a career resurgence if this does well. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how well it's going to do because the marketing hasn't been good on it at all. But uh, I think he may have a little Liam Neeson burst now because of this. I don't want him to just keep playing tough guy. I, I had a Liam Neeson burst. Did you? Other, I t- went to the doctor and had him had him look at it. I'm like, can you take care of this? Was it surly? Uh, well, listen, we are down in, in the basement yep. and, uh, it's hot down here today. So yep. let's get right down to some business. We've got some sad news to report. It, well, is it sad? I've oh. gone through all phases of grief. Yeah, on this. You, you've grieved this yeah, already. You've yeah. gone through. Okay. So it's a irrational is closed. Ken Levine's company, makers of Bioshock. Ken Levine, one of the uh, industry's most celebrated fetid figures. Yeah. Uh, system shock. He, he I, goes back a long way. He, he's stepping away from the big team and yeah. he's going small. Yeah. And at least he didn't say, I'm out. You know, because he's also writing the Logan's Run screenplay right now for yeah. Hollywood. He's you writing that tip. I tried to do it away from the that, microphone. That was good. He's writing a, a a movie script right now, and that's that's his background. Before that's he started. all he ever wanted to do. Right? No, but I mean, he was doing that before yeah. making games. Successful scriptwriter. He's a talented man. He Renaissance chose man. games though, and he, he loves video games. And he but he could just say. F you, video game industry. I'm gonna go write stuff from now. I'm gonna on. go ba- make my beer show. Right. Just like, yeah. like Dr. Greg did yeah. with uh, Dr. Yeah. Ray No Greg. offense, Dr. Greg. No, we love but him still. we have been hearing from a lot of really key people in the business that they're out, you know, or they're going to take a, uh, a hiatus or they're they're gone for a while. And we have no idea what they're going to do next. And we don't see them committing to new projects. And, you know, and frankly, I miss those guys. I miss hearing from them. I miss seeing them. Ray you and know, Greg. Ray and Greg and, yeah. and Cliff Blazinski and uh, Mike Caps And, you know, it's good that the, uh, you know, that Game of Thrones. Uh, Are you that getting the, a call uh, over there? What's that? Yeah, I'm getting a Who's phone call. Who's that now? You want to take it? No, I don't want to take it. Okay. It's good that Gears of War is being, uh, uh, you know, revitalized and stuff. I think, I think that's pretty cool. But... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I it, this could have been really bad. If Ken had said, no, that's it, I'm done, I'm out, we're closing this down, and I, I don't want to make games anymore, that would have been horrible. What we are hearing is that he wants to make games on his terms, and if you trace back you know, the, the development of both Bioshock 1 and Infinite, it, they were kind of excruciating processes for him. They were a, it was a ton of work, and he had to manage a lot of people, and he had uh, very specific... Uh, you know, concepts and ideas for these things that are, are very, very hard to fathom and, and uh, no pun intended, and, and, and to kind of I wrap... that pun was intended. And, and to wrap production around some of these ideas and they had to scrap things and start over. And he was very vocal about all that. It was, it was an excruciating process yeah, for I, him. I know that the first Bioshock, which stands tall, is one of the great video games of all time. Mm-hmm. I love it uh, dearly. Uh, and it uh, makes me proud to be a gamer. I know that the the development of that game was was very difficult, and the industry was very uh, very different back then. I think it was an industry that it was much more optimism in yeah. the air back in two thousand five, two thousand six. I know that Bioshock at one point they were talking about making it into a, a role playing game, a more traditional role playing. They tried everything with that game until they settled on what what they eventually came out with. Yeah. And it does, if you go back to Bioshock Infinite, and I went back to it a little bit, if you have a PlayStation Plus account, you can download Bioshock Infinite. You get that as part of your deal. Uh, I did that, even though I have like six copies of it already. So I started playing it again. It looks pretty good on the PlayStation 3. And uh, you can just feel 
the exhaustion in almost every frame of that game. It's not. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not a bad game, but it doesn't have that buoyancy. Another uh, pun intended. Mm-hmm. That uh, the original Bioshock, you you felt people discovering something wonderful, and that sense of discovery creates uh, a momentum and an energy in the game that's missing from from Infinite. I think there's there's just this kind of plotting quality that uh, kind of you can just feel them laboring underneath the weight of all these expectations in the first game. There really weren't that many expectations. I mean, it's Ken Levine, uh, it's his his vaunted team, uh, and of course there were some expectations, but certainly not as high as they were for for Infinite, which which was in development for what felt I like know. a decade. And if you trace back, there were a lot of staff uh, exits Turnovers along the and, way, you yeah. know, and. Uh, um, lots of dates pushed around and lots of scuttlebutt and lots Maybe of people worrying. Maybe you just got tired of the business of it all, which I know you sometimes you feel that way too. You got to deal. Well, I'm tired of it now. I'm talking. I'm tired about talking about it. Yeah. I'm tired about. I'm tired of people knowing how hard it is to make video games. I'm tired of that is a big part of the story about the industry. It's not fair to the developers out there. It's not fair to the consumers out there. Uh, you know. It, we want to believe and support in the future of this medium that we love you know we want to feel that the industry and the medium is supporting creative endeavors and it's not killing the creative individuals that it takes to build these things i burped a little and, and but that's what we keep hearing we keep hearing about crunch time and and marriages falling apart and and people getting caught in these uh, year-long cycles of doing these same types of things over and over again and burning out and teams just you know self-destructing because of ego clashes and uh, you know it's insufferable and it needs to change and maybe that's what's happening right now maybe that's what all of this uh uh, you know, shrinkage and people sort of splintering off and starting their own little micro studios and stuff like that is about. Maybe it's like saying I, we're we're not just kids with ambition and uh, f- super hot PCs in front of us anymore. We're we, you know we, we represent a family uh, and we have to live a, a better life and still come up with creative things. You know, but I, I really hope that the business you know transitions through this. And just finds new ways to celebrate this content, but also continues to make incredibly ambitious stuff like Bioshock Infinite, you know, without destroying the team at the end of something let me like tell that. You, let me tell you something that I learned recently. Um, I learned how babies are made, which was really exciting. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> how, how did you learn that? Uh, well, I read it. I got a book Play, out of the Playboy? library. Playboy? And then I found some old Playboys in the woods. They were all soaked with rain. I, I think it was rain. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but listen, uh, you know, I, I did a set visit recently to a Continuum yeah. uh, here in uh, Vancouver. The show was shot here in Vancouver. Yeah. And, uh, and I looked at the way that they make television. And uh, the way that they make television is not healthy. No. Uh, And I I say that mildly. Uh, You look at all the people working on this show, uh, they don't look like the happiest people. I mean, the actors are always made up and they look dynamite and they're full of energy and life and vim and vigor. But you look at the people that are working on the show and pushing around the carts and setting up the cameras and these people put in 18-hour days every day. They start shooting at 7 o'clock in the morning and they're there until 10 o'clock at night and they start shooting at 4 and they go to 4 in the yeah, afternoon. The difference is, is that, the, that those those jobs are unionized and there's a little bit of protection for, um, you know, sort of down periods. But this is, this is my point, though. Yeah. My point is 
the film and television industry is over a hundred years old now. Right. And they haven't learned. Well, they, this is still no, the way no, they but make the, 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 stuff. the other difference is though, is that people take long breaks in between seasons of shows. You know, they take four months off or they, they, they have the recoup time as well. Right. The games industry, especially now with DLC, and I don't want to turn this into a diatribe or, or a soapbox about how hard these guys work again. I don't want again. to have to dig you out of one of your funks again. But, and I'm I, not a good funk I, I'm figure. not. I'm, I'm, now I'm starting to get, you know, angry and analytical about what are some of the changes that need to start to take place so that this medium is, is vibrant and healthy and, and projects... Uh, you know, a long-term vision that it's not just grasping at whatever kind of hooky little, uh, uh, you know, gimmick is, is, you know, hot this year, you know, like this is a medium with unbelievable potential. We just saw that coming off of DLC for Left 4 Dead. And here's another Left 4 Dead kind of the last of connect, us. or for Last of Us. Yeah. Here's another Last last of Us kind of uh, connection. You know, it's an incredible experience and, and developers should not only aspire to build stuff of that caliber, but also have the support to be able to build stuff of Listen that to caliber. Me. We're just sitting here. We're blowing hot air. Yeah. We're, you know, gassing on and on. What are we going to do to change this culture? What well, can I, we I mean, tangibly do other than piss and moan about it? What can we do? Let's do something. Let's get a topless car wash going. Let's <laughs> let's get let's start our own game company and let the people work. I, I think work we're doing it. I, th I think us day. talking about it and us sort of uh, you know uh, communicating around because this is stuff that that is new for us too. When we started EP and reviews on the run, it was there was just this this flood of content that was more console based, and there was new stuff in stores every week for us to communicate about. The industry was. Uh, you know, it wasn't uh, it. It wasn't so. You know, overwrought. It wasn't just so stuffed with people and expense that it was struggling to kind of employ itself. It was. It was burgeoning. You know, there was. It was growing, and we were there to cover all of that stuff and talk about it in the way that it was supposed to be talked about around that time. And I think what we need to do now is have that you know, experience and, and that, uh, that those relationships to draw on, to discuss and talk about it and can continue to kind of explore our, our own way through this, but also choose as we are choosing to focus on, you know, products and people that are worth our time. Because what, what else is happening now is that there's a lot of people just looking at the games industry like it's the, the mini gold rush. You know, and we're, I've been saying this a lot too, but we're not going to cover those people. We're not going to cover the the exploiters. We're not going to talk about uh, people that are just purely looking at this as a business fundamental, as some some way to kind of milk people's cash. But listen, I just want to say this, okay? Yeah. The jobs that we have, this is a creative job that we have. Mm -hmm. These aren't normal jobs. No. And the way that I describe my job when people ask me about my job is this isn't a job. It's, it's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. And I think that any creative endeavor... Whether you're making a TV show, or you're making a film, or you're making a video game, it's a lifestyle. It's yeah. not a job. If you wanted to work nine to five or ten to six, go work in a bank. You know. Go. Oh yeah, no. Listen, but I'm I, I, th I, th I think that if anytime you're creating something, there's always a crunch. People are always going to be asked to stay late. People are going to be asked to push. And I think it's just inevitable. Well, I think this is the only way that we, we can create stuff. But you don't need to do it 
for six months out of a project's life cycle. You know, you don't need to keep, you know, just go on perma crunch. That burns people out. Look at the DLC but for the, Dead Rising 3. But those the, guys those are guys dead crunched. over there. Yeah, sure. I'm sure they crunched. But the other side of it is don't, you know, put your people through crunch and then have them wonder if their jobs are safe all the way through that. I just think that's the business right now. Who's calling you now? I don't know. Put them on. No, it's... Game is still one to nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and I, period. I, I don't know what the you know the the sort of details are with what happened with the rational, but there are compounding pressures in our business, and we need to get through it. And I think that you know it's awesome that Ken is still wanting to make video games. They're going to be different types of games. Maybe they'll be mobile games. Maybe they'll be smaller. Maybe we're going to have an ocean of double fine sized. Uh, developers out there that are, you know, I, I just, turning to crowdfunding. I hate this death watch discussion, though. I know. I hate it. Me like, too. I'm sick of it. I, it's well, the same it, thing. it makes you wonder what these companies that ha- their future has been, or their their past has been built on selling millions and millions and millions of copies of video games. What are they doing to protect and preserve the future of the medium? You know, what are they doing to keep developers working so that their medium that they have you know gained their millions or billions of dollars from it will persist and sometimes they've got tons and tons of investors you know the hundreds or thousands of investors that are involved in all of this what are they doing to keep these people employed and creative i, I don't think that's possible well, i don't think I, mean, I don't think you create it i think the 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 public the consumers it's it's just like Hollywood. They're always fickle. You know, you, you just do the best you can to try to keep up with but tastes. But Hollywood never stops. And Hollywood tastes, doesn't let up. But they have, though. Well, and, and they've certainly changed things up, and they've certainly looked for different audiences, and it took them a while to figure out that the superhero thing is a big cash train. Um, but I, I, I just, I don't think it's, I don't think you just, I don't think there's a, there's a game company where you can just have a normal life. I just, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't count my hours here. Yeah. I don't, you know, but I, I know some days we go home early to play video games and sometimes I'm, you know, I'm preparing for t- the next day's shoot until 10 o'clock at night. You yeah. know, I mean, I know it doesn't, doesn't sound like it's not terrible and I don't think, oh, I hate Victor for making me work till 10. Yeah. You know, I just feel like that's, if I, this is what I signed up for, you know, and, and I'm, I, I'm not even, I'm not comparing what I do to what those guys do when they create something because I know those guys kill themselves yeah and sleep at the office and we've been to these offices where they shower and we've seen the desks and the and the beds and everything and and it's tough i i would not i would not want to make a game i couldn't do it yeah i couldn't do it when you were at black box did you get to leave that was uh yeah a very different time and i i I didn't make it to the i was only at black box i worked on nascar 2001 i was only there for four months between season two and three of EP, and I got to go back to EP and, and keep going with EP. But we, uh, you know, we weren't there late, but it was, um, I mean, on, on another part of what happens on a game team, at least from my perspective back then, and from the, the teams and people that I know now, is that a lot of time is also spent, and I think it's important time, but a lot of time is spent on uh, team building activities and and things that are work-related but social, you know, so that you know who your people are and you can count on them and you can depend on them. And we 
in our company, we churn out something so quickly every day or even every week, and it's intense, and there's a lot of social elements with what we do because we have to go out and shoot and work with people all the time. That doesn't leave a lot of time for us to be able to you know, hang out. And our team building activity is is work. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like we just yeah. we crank it out, and then we we're on to the next day, and then we see each other again, and we crank it out again the next day. I mean, the things that we we've, we've done have been you know go to movies or, or you know every once in a while paintball or something like that. Although we haven't done anything like I've that for a long time. Been here for six years, I've never seen any paintball. <laughs> Maybe we're due for something like that. I, I don't want but to do when I was in the game company, that was a totally. When I was at Black Box, that was a totally new thing for me to experience. Was like, wow, we're slowing down to play a game together right now, all of us. Holy yeah. crap! I've yeah. never done that before yeah. at, at Greedy. You know, that EP. I've never done. I've never done anything like that. We 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 rarely have time to just sort of sit and uh, and celebrate or just sit and and. Uh, and and uh, you know do fun things together that are, aren't just building the work that we do you know uh, but because game companies do that as well I think that also keeps people in studios for a lot longer as well too right because then you still mm. have your your eight to ten hour day on top of however many social things that you sort of throw in, into an experience like that update Canada Yo. still one to nothing one nothing it's in the third period I think a little under eight minutes left. And uh, all of Canada is about to shit. Yeah. Uh, They're going to win. Let's change it up a little bit and let's talk about Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. It comes out today. Yeah. This is Friday. Uh, we're, we're recording this on Friday. Uh, this is uh, from Retro Studios down in Texas. Uh, this is the follow-up to their Donkey Kong Country Returns. Is that what it was? Yeah. Do you think it's going to sell the Wii U? Do you think no. this is this is a, a beneficial game for the console? No. I do think that there's uh, some marketability and some familiarity with Donkey Kong. Everybody loves Donkey Kong, right? He's yeah. just a, 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 you know, a gorilla-loving, a banana-loving gorilla with He's a red adorbs. tie. He's what? Adorbs. He's adorbs. Yes, that is the word of the day on the podcast. Uh, but, uh, you know, I want to talk about difficulty in video games. When do games go too far to, you know, when do they push us too far? Because, you know. So we were talking about developers working, having to be pushed too far. You know, and now we're talking about the games themselves yes. pushing us too That's far. That's right. We got the game. Maybe, the maybe this is uh, from a team of developers that were pushed too far. They said, screw it. It does feel like. Let's, let's make the gamers work as yeah, hard as we do. It does do. feel like there's, there's some uh, sadism in there because, <laughs> you know, I finished the first Donkey Kong Country Returns over the holidays. This was back when I was still a drunk. Yeah. I just got a bunch of beer and played yeah. it for December. And uh, it almost killed me. Like it, it literally almost was killed it me. The game or the booze? It was the it was the game mostly. Maybe <laughs> if I was sober, I would have finished it sooner. But I got a I got a tweet from a guy the other day who I hear from uh, now and then. This guy named Paul Sharp. Mm -hmm. He said it took him three hours to beat the final stage of the game. And that, that's Donkey about, Kong Country Returns. That's about right. Yeah. That's about right. And I'm telling you, I I, I had dis I had a belly full of despair yeah. when I was playing that game. I just thought this is impossible. And I kept hurling myself into the machinery of this game thinking maybe I'll get a little closer, maybe I'll get a little closer, I'd get close, I'd get far, I'd get close, I'd have to go I'd have to go and uh, mine for those red balloons. I'd go back to an earlier level where I knew there were lots of balloons, so I'd yeah. gather all my balloons and then go back to the boss level again at the end of the game and I did took every bit of gaming power that I had in me I put into that game and I got the credit sequence and then 
I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. Why, why, yeah. why, did, why wasn't I out <laughs> with friends? Why didn't I call my grandma? You know, why, why didn't I do something meaningful with the last month of my life instead? Right. Of, and, and now I'm facing that again with Tropical Freeze, oh which is God. a terrific and, game. And what a contrast to Left Behind from The Last of Us, right? Because that's a game that doesn't really ta- tax you with lots of challenge because it's all stuff that is kind of familiar to you. But the end of it, the result of it, is that you know a credit sequence that comes after something unbelievably fulfilling. So satisfying. Yeah. But let's. What's when you look back over the course of your gaming career? You've been gaming for about seventy years now. Yeah. What's the uh, what's your what's your proudest gaming moment? What was the most challenging game you overcame? When did you have a belly full of despair? Um. Or do you just turn away when games get too hard like that? I have no problem turning away. I mean that. I mean that's honestly that's especially part of now the, with a family. Well, now I do, but I mean the roots of the reason why this show exists, you know, why EP was created, is because I have, you know, functional the ADD. You know, I have the, this. Uh, con- I've, I'm constantly living on three or four or five or ten streams at I'm a time. I'm glad you know that about yourself. Yeah, and I would buy, uh, you know, a, a game for every console I owned, and I've always owned every single console, and I would play them all at the same time, and I would bounce between them, and if one of them was just kicking my ass and I, I stopped having fun with the game which is what happens when these things get too hard it's not fun right right what, what are I, you having in that I, moment? I, and I'm swearing at the game and I'm I'm questioning my existence I move <laughs> on you know if a game if a game is just punishing me after a while it's it's like it's it's ripping me off of life it's saying time doesn't matter to you so uh, you know I don't give a crap about you I stop caring about the game but, I mean, that's not to say I haven't suffered through some incredibly difficult sequences in games. Dead Space 2, I, found, I thought the ending was yeah, because I played gauntlet, it wrong. You played it wrong. I, yeah. didn't, I tried to kill everything, no. and you could run past things, and I didn't know that. But it, I beat it by trying to kill everything, and it, I was, I, you, you got the stream of texts. Yep, the expletives. Yeah. I didn't even know you I, knew some of those words. I was, uh, you were like a sailor on leave. I, I, I didn't know what the hell oh my EA God. was thinking with that game because it was kicking my ass. But, uh, you know, in retrospect, it was a pretty cool game. You know, probably my proudest gaming moment was uh, was Tecmo's Ninja Gaiden when it came out for the Xbox. And I remember reading about how challenging it was. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the third-person action game, very much right up my alley. It's yep. exactly the kind of game I love. Lots of gore, lots of sur- surrealness, um, lots of weird monsters to fight. And I remember thinking, I, I want this challenge. I'm going to take this on. And so I sat down and started playing it. And, uh, you know, I just remember hoarding those talismans of rebirth things. I, I just had, like, I just kept collecting them because I knew I was going to need them. I'd go back and replay levels. I'd start new games. And I just chipped away at that thing. And it was so satisfying. Yeah. Like, I felt like it was worth the effort. I felt like I felt my skills growing. I felt myself getting better. I felt this ma- sense of mastery. That which was a is, phenomenal game. Which is what you can get from a challenging video game. But I think the Donkey Kong games, now having played two of them and having revisited the first one yeah. on, on the 3DS, I, I, I gotta be they're, honest, they're I, too fucking hard. I bailed on the Super Nintendo games because those had the same kind of oh, formula. I finished the first one many times. They, I mean, I just bailed it on them. It was tough. It's like, okay, yeah. I, I, you know, I had a Genesis game and a uh, Game Boy game and a Game Gear and a Lynx game all at the same time, so I would have moved on to something else, you know? And then that, that, that has been my MO. I mean, I... I get as much as I can out of a game, but my, 
you know, I, I'm a person that thirsts for many different types of experiences. And that's why I wanted to build television that sort of, you know, celebrated all of this stuff. And I always had something else, you know, mm -hmm. whether it was a comic or a movie or something else to go, I like, I can't replay and replay. And I knew that even, you know, when I was a kid getting into this stuff and loving it and, and spending all my money on it, I knew that if I spent forever on this because I had to beat it, I was... Uh, depriving myself of experiencing something else that I could be you having a lot of fun. You were depriving yourself of leg. And that too. Could have been out there getting some leg yeah. instead of standing. You know, Absolutely. I guess we're under three minutes now. Canada is still ahead one to nothing. I, I guess the question is, what does it say about m my character that I was willing to devote myself, almost, almost to the point of it being a religion, yeah. to finishing that first Donkey Kong game? I don't know why I did that to myself. Well, it's. Uh, I guess I was in a self-destructive mode again. I don't, I I don't even know if it's that. I then. think that there's this uh, pushing yourself thing. You know, I think that there's the because uh, um, uh, it does feel good. I mean, beating um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three was incredible. It was it was like a total, you know, exhale at the end of it all. It was, and that was a hard game as well because there's a lot, especially before they revamped it for Twin Snakes. It was. Uh, there were lots of control things that you had to overcome to get past every single nook and cranny of that title. And I felt fantastic at the end of, of that. But you juxtapose that with Eco, and it's just this melancholy uh, conclusion, and you feel great about finishing it, but you're like, wow, I want to live in this world for a lot longer. I you think any time you're playing something and you have this feeling, you have this voice in your head that says... Whew, I never have to do that again. Yeah. I think that's when you have to stop playing that game. And move on to something else. Move on to something well, else. Well, certainly now in the, uh, uh, you know, the context of the this great mountain of awesome experiences that exist in video games. Well, not just in games, but in TV. And, and everything. everything. Yeah. Move on to something else. Like, don't let the game punish you. And You're not proving anything to yourself or to anybody else by beating stuff that is just unfair, you know? That's how Donkey Kong feels right. unfair. Yeah. It feels like it's Oh, and there are tons much. of games like that, for sure. There yeah. are tons of games I think like that, that. There, there used to be more acceptable yeah. to have unfair games back in the 90s. Well, this is the thing with Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and we talk about it in the review today, is that the, which well, airs on Friday, we're recording Did this on Friday. Did they pull their goalie? The, uh, uh, they the, pulled their goalie. It's yeah. under a minute. I don't, I don't know if we need more of these, you know, board game structured mario type experiences you know like i feel like we've done these things so many times and if it really feels like 2d platformers well the 2d but structured like super mario world you know where you've got world six dash two and world you know these sort of cut up little especially on a console because now they're these things are proliferate on mobile so F not only 15 are we, seconds not only 15 seconds left in the game so they're totally crushing it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, they pulled their goalie. Like, this is everyone's shitting. Canada pulled their goalie? No, the U.S. US. pulled their goalie. Yeah. Uh, they're, so they're going to win. Well, relax. Don't You can't say that. It's not over yet. You, I, 15 seconds? What, not, well, Josh, what are you saying? Yeah, we won. Why? We what won. happened? There it is. One nothing all the end of the third period. Oh, the third period. Time ran out. That's the end of it. It's over. You know what? My future as a hockey announcer. Yeah. It doesn't look good. Not good. It doesn't look not good. Not good. Don Cherry, you're going to keep Rogers your job. Rogers might be looking. 
<laughs> they got a lot of hockey to fill in program. No, I know uh, what you mean you about these kinds of games with the the, the character. You know, I think unless you're going to go the Michelle Ansel kind of Raymond, you know, artsy, you know, accessible, weird, surreal. If you're not well, if you're not going to go there, then don't go at all. It, it's not nostalgia if it's back again. You know what I mean? It's not nostalgia, and it and it's lost that that sort of rose colored sort of glow about it. If it's back and this is the way we're playing again, like they brought it back, they it went, it, they gave us too much of this kind of style of game, and it it kind of diminished the impact and the influence of video games when they did it to us in the 16-bit era. That's why we were all ready for the move to 3D on the PlayStation. But now they brought it back, and there's too many of these types of things, mm-hmm. partially because of uh, how many you know side-scrolling. You know, board games split up, give you three stars at the end of a level type of experiences we get on mobile. But also Nintendo has now done Super Mario, New Super Mario, Super Mario World 3, Super Mario, you know, but I th- I think- and Donkey Kong on on Wii and 3DS and, and Rayman has got, there's too many of these this things. This is what any medium does when it doesn't know where to go in the future is it starts looking backwards. And that's what we're doing right now. We're going back to these tried and true formulas. We're going back to characters that we know like Donkey Kong I don't know Kong why they don't Mario. do just like a sequel to Super Mario 64. Like that was the seminal, you know, Lynchpin, the the turning point in our industry that and we they talked did. about it was this. Super Mario Galaxy, not but not really, yeah, pretty much, and not really. Yeah. It, it was like they said, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, they didn't say let's just carry this forward. I guess maybe uh, uh, the the GameCube game was kind of a, a sequel, but you know that was oh, a sunshine. Yeah, it was a huge moment in the in the you know in our business. You know, and we talked about that when we did our top one hundred. Is like. That was the culmination of everything that had come before, and then when Grand Theft Auto 3 was released, that was sort of the beginning of everything that was going to come after. But Nintendo has gone back to their 8-bit and 16-bit roots like crazy. They haven't gone back to their... 3D roots. Yeah, their 3D roots to really bit. deliver They've on been that. They've dipping their toe in it with their 3D World stuff and the 3DS game. But uh, you know what? Another hard game that comes to mind is Devil May Cry 3, which I think is one of the more underrated third-person action games of all time. I love that game. The cutscenes in that game alone are, make it worth playing. Right. And that's a very challenging game. Wait do you get to the Ice Dog in the second level. Woo! This Tough. was the yep. uh, PS2 Devil May Cry 3? Yes, yep. one of my treasures. I love that game. Now, listen, it's hot in here. Yeah. I want to wrap up soon. Congratulations to Canada. I'm getting a sweaty belly. Okay. Do you, you know, Where do you sweat when you start to sweat? Uh, I, I, un- under my armpits? No, I don't know why my belly sweats, but <laughs> my armpits are dry. <laughs> but it's just like in that, is this what happens to o- older men? I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, I don't want to talk about your sweat. What else you got? My belly is sweating. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we sing a little uh, of Canada's national anthem? Sure, you go for it. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. I'm ready for citizenship, you, so I got to know these good. things. Yeah. Do you have to? Is that part of the the thing? There yeah. is its quiz and a test. Who was telling me this the other day? Somebody said you have to start preparing for your quiz and your test. Do you have to sing the national anthem? I hope so. I have a wonderful voice. That would be amazing. It's a sing star. <laughs> You just sing it. They give you the microphone. I'm ready for it. Oh, man, that would be incredible. So congratulations to Canada. They're going on to the gold medal game. And who are they going to play, Josh? Sweden. They're playing Sweden. We got this. Oh, yeah. Sweden good? They're pretty good, yeah. 
Josh just made a kind of shaky hand. Yeah, thing. they're pretty good. They're okay, and then he shook his Canada, hand. Canada, the Canadian players shouldn't come home if they if they lose. Oh, <laughs> you're terrible. You talk about game makers being overworked and gamers being pressed. These guys work all the time. Yeah, they never so stop. True. Yeah, we have a pretty uh, rocking Tuesday next week. Uh, you know, in spite of it being kind of a desert time for uh, g- new game releases, we actually ended up with a pretty awesome show, right? We've got the uh, Castlevania, Castlevania Left Behind, and Thief all in yeah. the same and Sorry, episode. our Left Behind uh, review is late. If you've been looking for it, yeah. uh, just buy it. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Yes. Uh, I, I'm just going to, can I say my score? Sure. 10. Yeah, we both give it 10. Yeah, I and mean, this is the end of the DLC too, which broke my heart. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I asked everybody uh, on Twitter if they want uh, The Last of Us on PS4 because it, it sold really well. It was a big hit on the PS3, but and I was surprised almost everybody except for like three people want that game ported to the PS4. And now, it, you know... I, pl- I, what's I, the difference? Well, you and I have played it, so that's kind of how we feel. But a lot of people didn't buy the PS3, but they're in on the PS4, and they want that game. They didn't buy the, they, they you know they didn't buy it because it came out at the end of the of the PS3 life cycle and there was an expectation that it's going to be played on the or coming to the PS4 and Sony's announced that it will be part of PS now but uh, I was kind of shocked that so many people still they want to experience it they know that it's awesome but they don't have the PS3 they never bought the game oh they're showing footage now of Americans folding up their flags and they're showing footage of Canadians. Wearing crazy hats and dancing, waving their flag. Is that the Olympics? The Olympics are still going okay. on. They're almost over. <laughs> like, when's the closing ceremony? Is it the Sunday? Did they play tomorrow, Josh? Sunday. Sunday they play. Yeah. And that's the last day of the Olympics? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Then we get get the hell out of Russia. Yeah. And, that's the and then the it. good games start coming. What good games? All the all the awesome games. Like what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Flappy Bird? Don't even say that. Why can't I no, say No, come I, on. I went to the doctor the other day. He's, he's like, uh, I think you got a Flappy Bird back Yeah, there. seriously. You want me to take it off? I'm like, yeah, just take it off and God, put a bandage yeah, over it. Please cut the Flappy Bird right off. <laughs> Every time I saw one that's of the w- AAA enough, developers. That's one of my nicknames for my ex-wife was Flappy Bird. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, she was a beauty. Every time I saw a AAA developer tweet their fucking Flappy Bird score... I just slapped my forehead. I couldn't believe it. What, was, what do you mean, Flappy Bird score? I don't even like. I don't want to spend time talking about it. I'm just glad you're a Flappy Bird. I'm glad it's off. I'm glad it's over. What are you doing? You know this what? Weekend? I got an email from the the uh, the PR people from King. They wanted to see if we wanted to talk to them at South by Southwest. They, they're one of their reps is there, and I was I was going to reply and say no, thank you. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, I'm gaming. We got a nice pile of good stuff right now. I'm I am thoroughly enjoying, and we're going to have the review very soon. But uh, I am thoroughly enjoying the escape into. I cannot believe it, because I've just I you know been Flappy Bird two. No, the the Lego Movie video game is ridiculously fun and as insane as the movie is. But I can't believe. Because I'm, I just had my fill with Lego Marvel, which was also amazing. I can't believe that TT is able to do this, and the Hobbit Lego game is coming. Yeah, very I'm soon. tired of the formula. I man. can't believe it. I'm though. tired of it. Like, like they're, they still work. They still get you. I mean, that talk talk about a game that sort of. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I know you're tired, but it, it Pavlov dogs you to run around I'm and tired bash of everything. The s- collecting the studs. I know. I know. You know what? I sat down. I'm a volunteer with Big Brothers. I sat down with my little brother last weekend. He yeah. loved the Lego Movie. We went yeah. and saw it together. Uh, and, Did he not uh, like it? He played it for like half an hour. He's just like, eh, okay. 
okay, I think I've seen everything I need to see. Really? I think I think everybody is getting a little uh, TT'd out. I think it's I think it's enough. I think it's enough. I, I, I th- we've had so many of the same type of game. Like every other month, there's a new goddamn Lego game, and I'm, I, you know, I, I, I it was fun but, to spend t- to step into this world for a minute. Yeah, but it was also very easy to step back out again. Right, but, but in, what in terms of the game that's based off the movie that's called the Lego Movie. They've done a pretty. I want to see good job. <laughs> like, I mean, I want to see the formula evolve a little bit, and I, I got glimpses of that from Lego Marvel. Yeah, I want that. I want more. Like, let's keep growing. More this. open let's world. Take, let's more, go in a new direction. More mobility. But the the thing that well, listen, I don't want to review this game before we review the game on. The Why show. not? Let's do it live. No, 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 we're gonna do it later. Do it live. But do I'm, it live. I'm fix it in post. I, I I well, I will say that I'm having a blast, and I'm liking the alterations that they've done to kind of make it adhere more to the movie animation than their traditional game animation and and that's you know small but not not uh you know not not meaningful it's really cool that they're able to kind of adapt to some of this stuff and i think people that love the movie are also going to really enjoy the game so i kind of reviewed it I nodded off there. For you a did, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, that's I, exactly I do, what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You hit me with one of your blow darts. Yeah, yeah. all right. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Uh, anything else you want to say to people, Stitcher? EB Games? I'll, I'll stitch go it buy out. your games? For sure. Go buy some EB Games. Uh, we're going to go to EB Games Yeah, we're going today. to EB Games. We're doing some B, uh, some buried treasure, and we're going to go uh, We're gonna go shoot in uh, at Toy Traders, which is going to be super fun. I got fun. to shoot an EP story, too, yeah. about the Oscars. Awesome. What the fuck do I know about movies? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, so it's Friday, three days to kill. Go see that. Yep. Uh, the wind rises. Vic says, "Go see it." I say, "Don't go Absolutely see it." Absolutely, go see that. Don't go see it. Beautiful. Absolutely, film. do not go beautiful, see it. Beautiful movie. Unless and Kevin like... Costner will surprise you in Three Days to Kill. Lego Movie video game, super fun. If you love the movie, uh, and uh, go Donkey get a Kong towel Country. From my belly. Dry off my belly. Yeah, dry your dry your belly. Donkey Oop. Kong Country returns. No, dr- Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Too difficult. Safe. And uh, um, not surprising, but still fun. Okay. Is that, is that it? Does that wrap that up? And you got Canada. Anything you, anything you want to recommend? Canada rocks. Um, I want to recommend threes on the iPhone, but not really because you will not stop playing it. That's another game that I. It's a puzzle game. Have you seen this thing? I haven't tried. Where you try to make, you know, sort of numerical combos of, of the number three to try to get as big of a score as you possibly can. It's awesome. But I don't want people to be playing that and not something cool like the new Castlevania. Or but that's not till next Tuesday. I know, but They've there's there, there's there's lots of great huge games that are definitely worth your time more than sinking all of your your time and your life into threes, which you will when because it's so EP goddamn Live addictive. Going again? Next week. EP Live is going next week. Yes, we are. Who's we, our we're going to have we're going to have an amazing guest. I can't reveal it yet because we have to confirm it. But is it, it is it me? It's you and. Is it me? Someone else. Is it Jose? We can't <laughs> we can't reveal it yet, but uh, if it's coming together and it's we, I should know on Monday, it, people are going to be very very happy and very surprised and it's going right. to be very cool. Well, let's go make some more TV. All right. All right, brother. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mom. Stitcher. Stitcher.